0: In the juices, yeah, that sounds gross.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Lunchtime in Rome, episode sixty two and we are glad to have you here and i already forgot the name of the show title jay responding to hurts responding to hurts we want to welcome you to have a seat at the table we are going to talk about responding to hertz um we want you to join us like us follow us you can find everywhere to do all of that at at uh, lunchtimeinrome.com We do a Facebook Live every week, so if you do get connected to our little circle, please join us on Facebook Live every week. Uh, We usually try to keep to the same schedule, but sometimes we don't, and um, you can just play along as we go. So uh, without further ado, we are doing Lunchtime in Rome right now, but we want to know what this is and what it's about. Jay? Lunchtime in Rome is a podcast that is centered around a
2: Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, hence lunchtime in Rome Romans um, where Mm. it is not just a play on the Bible verse which says rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn Um, but as if we were hanging out in Rome what would we be doing We'd be talking about life. We would be rejoicing. We would be mourning. And that is the key to keeping people from feeling alone. And most people go through life feeling alone. And so the first 20 minutes of the podcast, we take the time to model that. And you are at the table with us having lunch in Rome. So when you tell us things in your life that's going on, we will share it on the air because you're part of this table. You're part of this lunchtime. And then in the second 20 minutes of the show, we will uh, go over viewer questions and by that i mean other people who are at the table their questions other list, other uh members of the table Mm -hmm. and then we will go over a topic of the day that helps people from feeling alone and then we apply it to current
1: events in the last 10 minutes of the show there we go so gentlemen what's this week consisted of for you eric i know that you are currently fasting um to follow up on last week's um discussion about that
0: um yeah, so I started doing, I started I, it wasn't a weight loss thing. I just thought thought it would be a a more of a challenge. I'm part of a to bring you up to speed. I'm part of a a Facebook group to kind of keep each other accountable and and lose weight. But somebody challenged the group to fast for um 24 hours one day, and I was like, you know, I've been reading about intermittent fa- fasting and. I've always thought, you know, fasting is a good practice, you sure. know, and um, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll I'll try this out. So, last week was the first time I did it, and I've decided to do it twice a week. So, I did it Monday, and I had dinner tonight, and I'll break it tomorrow um, at dinner. Um, so, you're
2: hanging in there all right so far? You know what? It's actually... No, I mean like since dinner. <laughs> yeah. It's been an hour.
0: <laughs> um. But, but Monday went well. Monday went well, and you know what? Like, there's a sense of like, I don't know. Like, it's just one less thing I got to worry about. Like, I don't have to pack my lunch for the day, right? You know, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to think about that. So, like, that element is just kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I was definitely hungry, um, mm-hmm. you know, because my team at work—I have a great team at work—and we we try to eat together um pretty much every day.
2: And so it's pretty hard to not eat.
0: Well, you know, I'm just sitting there with my water and uh you know, watching everybody eat and like it's funny cuz like a lot of people eat salad at lunch, you know. And I'm like, "Man, that salad looks good. I hate salad." Right. <laughs> 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 um so, you know, there's just the element of respecting food more, which I need in my life. Um but it's been really good. And I'm looking like I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Um, to do it again, which is a good feeling. Yeah. Um. What's also nice is tomorrow I literally have meetings from nine thirty a.m. to four thirty, just back to back, even over lunch. Which time. is great fun. for that. Uh, that's what I'm it's saying. Just, like, it seems fun. Sounds like, fun. I won't even think about being hungry. Like tomorrow, I feel like right. just everything's going to be preoccupied. You should probably just yeah. fast yep. on Friday then, right? Might as well do it. <laughs> yeah. That's weigh-in day anyway, so yeah, yeah, might as well empty out the tank. Um. But yeah, it's been good. Um. And actually that was going to be my update. I know you asked me about it, but that was actually going to be my update for the week. Um, I knew it. <laughs> um, and for what I've, I've been, I've been using the sous vide. I'm, I'm not proud of myself like in any way. I don't want to say proud. It's not, that's a weird way of putting it. Proud. Proud. But um, I'm glad I'm using it as much as I am. Cause I cooked, I cooked steak on Sunday and I cooked steak on Monday in the SUV. We had it was Amy's dad's uh, birthday on Sunday. It was also the Super Bowl this past week, but
1: um, he got. I mean, any excuse to eat steak, right? Well, yeah, and any any reason to use the SUV because like we're here. You, you can know, can you use it for like grilled peanut butter sandwiches or something like that.
0: I'm interested in trying other things other than meat. Uh-huh. So I do, I definitely want to do some, like some cereal. Vegetables. <laughs> we, could, we could try it. <laughs> i could do oatmeal. Um, I don't know why you would. Right. Um, but they turned out great. It's like a, it's just a flawless way of, of cooking steak. Mm-hmm. Have, you always, have you done chicken? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like it's breast. Yep. And? It's amazing. Like, cause you know how, like, on, on the, and one of my things that if I'm cooking um, chicken breast on the grill, I'll, I'll butterfly them because then, because if you don't, thickness. yeah, because if you don't, then you get that like real thick mm-hmm. part where the center's, so you butterfly instead of hammer on the grill, on the grill. Yeah. But in the sous vide, it doesn't matter. Right. No, I get that. Yeah. Which is awesome. Sure. um But yeah, it turns
1: out fantastic. You don't get like the rubber mm-hmm. ends. Yeah, it's good. So why can you put a piece of meat or pieces of meat in your, your oven? And you have your oven set at 350 or 185 or whatever it is. Yeah. What's the difference between that and the sous vide? Like well, it's, it's
0: not cooking in the juices. Like it's, and, and like you're putting, you're putting meat in the oven at like probably like 350 mm-hmm. to get it to 165 for chicken. So Whereas, if you leave it
2: in, it's going to fly right past 165. Yeah. But what right. if
1: you just set your grill for 165 and left your meat in your oven for like seven hours? That's jerky. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh you can't can't do that you can't maintain a temperature that low even like my smoker doesn't even go that low yeah you can't maintain i'm a just asking
1: if, i mean inquiring minds want to know so
2: yeah plus it's not like cooking it. it's like maybe sealed. you're gonna develop the dry v instead of the
1: sous vide oh,
0: but it's like sealed with all the juices so it's like mm-hmm. cooking in the juices which is but it had a, oh, very a little gross when you say that i don't know why
2: what? it sounds a little gross when you say Cooking
0: that. Cooking in the juices.
2: Yeah, that sounds gross. <laughs>
0: that's a drop. Somebody liked it. So, yeah, it's been good. Hi, hey, Josh. What say you, Brian? What's new in your life?
2: Not just Josh. Lots of people. Josh and Morgan.
1: Ah, Josh and Morgan. Hey. And once hey. again,
2: Facebook Live tells me nobody's watching.
1: Uh. It's a quality app you got going on there. It's so good. Hey,
2: uh, let me go next, and then you can go. Is that cool? All right. I didn't mean to offend. Nope. Go for it. No, I'd, I'd be the last person that would ever want to. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, um, a couple things. One, Super Bowl. Super I mean, Bowl. What a good time. That was fun. What a good time. Oh, my gosh. And it was very small. Just really, basically, Brian and Chris came over, and uh, boy, Chris was in some rare, rare mood and, and mm-hmm. just letting off some steam and... Man, some good food, some mm-hmm. good food. I had, I had a good time. Um, and then this week, I'm just impressed by, um, you guys don't know this, but I had lunch on Tuesday
1: with Josh and Morgan Hughes. Nice. So nice. Of I, the ones that are on the podcast right now on Facebook. They, they are the indeed. Same ones? They are indeed. Nice. And Thanks it for was the
2: invite, guys. such a good time.
1: <laughs> um, oh, you know, uh, we yeah. invite
0: them
2: here every week. They sit, sit at the, sit the, ta- down they sit at the at table. They sit at the table every table, week, but no. Um, but it, there are a bunch of younger folks who have been coming to church, and some are connected and some are not. Um, you know, and there's that fine line between hey, everybody has their own ministry, so hey, go love other people in your world, but also hey, maybe they can do that collectively. And because I've had different young people in the church sort of say, you know, is there something we can do? You know, and and I've been talking with them about it, and. Um, you know what does that look like you know and I, and I do my thinking a lot in bed lying there either you know falling asleep or waking up and I'm like you know just call it a young group instead of youth group you know no, they're not youth but it's not a they're not you old know, no but like 20 30 something's in there you know and it's combination of you want to have a bible study once a month and then uh and then go out on a Friday night or and so we we were talking about that with Josh and Morgan and and that was just fun to plan and to think about and you know, even to the point, and even to the point of I love that. Why not a you know once a month Saturday evening church service? Which I know immediately, like you and Chris are like no, you know. <laughs> um, but different avenues of that. If there's somebody else in the worship world, because all it takes is me being willing to preach on a Saturday evening, and somebody willing to do worship. You know, and so would that attract that group set? You know, so just brainstorming stuff like that, and even before uh, I came over here, I stopped by. Uh, the church very briefly and a group was leaving and I've been talking with the two leaders of that group and the one wants it to grow and the other wants it to stay where it is because it's kind of a support group mm. and it was neat because I said, well, it doesn't have to be either or like you can keep this group the way it is and it, with the same need if you feel led and called to grow it to do that um, and that's just exciting to me that, that people are still responding to, you know, being open and honest with each other and as far as within leadership like-minded people as far as josh uh and morgan but then also people like evan and ashley you know that are like well there's something else out there and just watching people seek how to have their own needs met but in such a way that they can meet other people's needs as well that it's not just a consumer society that we're leading that they can look to reach out and to love and 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 be there and keep others from feeling alone in the process
0: yeah you've been talking a lot about that lately about the the new year self-care Number one. Yeah, it ain't about you. That's right. my new phrase. Your yeah. faith
2: doesn't end with you. Yeah. I'm putting that on a T-shirt. I know I won't, but it's an idea. Um, but but it is. And, and you say, well, of course it doesn't. Okay, well, let's look at how most people live. Yeah. Sure does. Right. it does. It ends right with you. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's because you're way too hurt. You get a pass if that's the case. If you're that damaged, yeah. then I'm going to come alongside you or I'm going to send somebody and we're going to cry and we're going to get you all healed up yeah. so that you can take that pain and, and bless somebody with it. Yeah, But for most other people, it's sort of like... They're just too consumed in their own world, yeah, and they can't reach out to others, and their faith really ends with them. Um, Food-wise, uh, you know, just throwing together lots of stuff. Um, I, I made for the Super Bowl a hot sausage slash chicken, bone-in chicken thigh, bone-in skin on uh, chicken, for lack of a better term, catchatory and uh, with some like a tomato sauce and hot peppers and green peppers and onions in the cast iron, and you know, you know how I be when I cook something. What do I say? Oh man, I hate when you do this. I'm sorry. I always say that it's good. It's good. Oh, right. Yeah, you're never happy. Oh, it's never happy. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was Ooh, pretty damn good. Wow. I was pretty pleased with it. The only thing I could fault myself was I may have left the chicken in just a little bit too long, and it could have lost a little bit of texture. But I mean. I was pretty happy with it. Wow. It was delicious. That Mark, was the Mark. picture I sent you.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I'll be on the uh, podcast. Oh, it so make the cover? That's It's going to be the cover this week. That's awesome. Yep. So that's my week. That was good. That's a good week. Love meeting with you. It's encouraging. Yep.
2: Yeah. You know. See what happens. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, my week, would uh, I would start with the food, and I would say that uh, Jay's, uh, I mean... <laughs> Got to have the chicken twice this week. Um, Chase chicken twice. Yeah, once on Super Bowl Sunday, which was it was it was a great time. You and got
2: Tuesday night chicken on th- on Sunday.
1: Yes, I did. And then on Monday, and then on Tuesday, and then today as well. I'm kind of oding on that, but um, you might want to have an egg. It's not bad. <laughs> What's that? So you might want to have an egg. <laughs> I actually did it for dinner. I made a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich on toast. I had eggs for dinner.
2: Nice. I bet that was like so crispy.
1: It was very crispy. Man,
2: that would be great.
1: It was really good. Nice. I wish, and and I wish I had like tomato and and. Uh, oh, you didn't have tomato. Did no you not tomato, tomato. No lettuce. No, I didn't. I said it's. It was all protein. It was just che- uh, cheese and egg and bacon on toast.
2: Mm. <laughs> when you described it, my mind went right to a BLT. BLT right, BLT. that's what I wanted. I saw a big. And I'm thinking eh, it's kind of off season for tomato. But yeah. No. Sure Ooh,
0: I bit into a, a tomato today. Cherry uh, tomato. That was did just not work. It was only one, but there was one. And it wasn't good? No. No.
2: <laughs> for those listening at home, your face says, not good. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> like you were sucking on lemons. It's great. Which is not a good face. Great pod. Um, yeah. It's great when people can't see your face. On so them.
2: for the record, egg, bacon.
1: Cheddar. Oh, cheese. Yep. On toast. On toast with a little bit of mayonnaise. And a little bit of hot sauce. Yes. Actually, I did put hot sauce on yes. it. Yes. So it was really good. But celebrate that. Lots of you. protein. Yeah. Um. I also had yes, yogurt. Sauce. I mean, we had a really random dinner. Um. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> We've like, been go, there. I don't know. It was just it's like. It's like,
0: what's in the fridge? What can I put together that would be okay to eat? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, like, like, solid, it's kind of like chopped. <laughs> yeah. I just, I got to dinner tonight and it was
1: like, all right. Yep. I can do bacon. I don't know what else. And yep. then here's what happens. You should have called me.
2: <laughs> all that food. I told you, I should have all the food I was making. I'd have
1: brought it over. Um, so the I would say the food part would be the Super Bowl and and then Tuesday night. Tuesday and Tuesday. it was great. It was I just really I and really the enjoyed the Super Bowl. Then the sandwich was good. So yep. I'm excited about that sandwich. It was good. Like on the spur of the moment it was good. Oh, um I love a good breakfast sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I would also say for like for what I've done this week, I would say that um we nailed down the beach. We nailed down Ocean City. Oh like yeah. We've officially got we're, we're doing a second house this year, a, a, a not just, you know, my family's house, but we're doing a second house cuz we've expanded what we're doing and and who's coming and and um, so we we got all that nailed I can't down. Can't wait to go. Yeah.
2: So, you don't want to wish your life away. I can't wait to go. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: So That's about we're right. we're solid.
1: Man. Everything's in place. We'll <sighs> be here soon.
0: So we do have uh, some feedback from a listener this week. We do. But before we get into that, True. I wanted to talk about um, the questionnaire on the website. So we have... Um, who's, some, been, who's
1: been working hard on that?
0: Casey yes. has been unbelievable in helping us um, work out all the kinks with the uh, questionnaire on the website.
2: Casey's getting a special chair at the table.
1: Yeah,
0: her own her own chair. Yep, uh, for Got sure. Like cushion on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have a couple people... Doing some doing some uh, dry runs with it and testing it, and it should be ready next week. I'm really excited to get that out there. So we're in beta. Yeah, we're in beta testing. Beta, beta. It's, it's how this us tech folk talk. That's right. That's right. Very good. That's right. Um. So once that is ready, we will let you know. If you subscribe to email, we will send um an email to you so that you can take the quiz and find out how you score. And uh, you'll learn more about yourself and what your emotional needs are. And, um, and it's going to be great. And uh, if, if we ever uh, reach out to somebody to be on the show, they're going to take it. And we'll talk about that on, on future episodes when we have a guest. But on when it's show. up and running, anyone can take it. Anybody can take it. Anybody. Yeah. But I'm excited. to. I'm, I'm really excited to have other people on the show. Not that I'm bored with you guys and not that the audience is bored with us, but... You know, like Brian, when you were out and we had Chris on the show, I was like, "Wow, this kind of brings Different, a new freshness, the freshness yep. to the show." Chris,
2: or otherwise known by Josh Hughes as
0: the Drop Master, that's how n- I
2: know. Not Brian. Not
0: Brian. <laughs> that's right.
2: The Drop Master.
0: <laughs> he was this he dude. Was. He was dropping, making Handled drops. Handled right? it. <laughs> that's what I am doing. I'm handling it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am excited to get somebody else in here and uh, freshen up the show a bit. And uh, yeah, super exciting.
2: Cool. So, um, keeping her or him. Anonymous, we will say Trixie uh, wanted to I'm know. i to say her. <laughs> uh, you don't know. <laughs> and not a Brian let's her. Not,
1: let's not That's assume. It. Oh.
2: Um, so um, Trixie uh, messaged me and said, how can you forgive someone, number one, that isn't sorry, number two, that isn't around anymore? So basically... When somebody isn't sorry if you cannot communicate with somebody um, that they are forgiven how do you forgive them
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and then secondly um, well that's two parts so one if they're not sorry or they're not around anymore they're dead they moved away whatever how do you how do you forgive them the second person question was and how do you heal from the hurts that they have caused you mm-hmm so I said, and I promised, I said, we will definitely talk about it tonight. Um, and so I figured we would do that. Yeah. So do you guys have any thoughts on that? That's what we will do. That's what we're doing. We are. So what are your thoughts for Trixie?
0: Well, so I know we always, we always talk about this, but one of the keys is having somebody to go to to um, share that hurt with, um, of course. Um, but I think the the like the one hard element about this is that there's like there's not a there's not closure either. You know, if you've been hurt by somebody and like maybe they've passed away, or maybe they've moved away and they're you're never gonna see them again. But that or hurts, the relationship's so,
2: so broken, you're not even speaking. Yeah, right.
0: They're just gone. Um, or they think you're wrong. Or they think you're wrong. Right. Which I mean, I I know there's people that you know it's that classic story of. What are we fighting about again? you know it gets to like ten years later it's like, what was that fight about that we you know right um there's
2: a lot of families like that,
0: you know, yeah, but I think it it all goes back to um and correct me if I'm wrong um or if you don't agree um it's it's hurt you in a way, whatever it is that's hurt Trixie is something that probably has impacted her in a big way in her past. Mm -hmm. Right. So
2: you mean before the actual hurt? Yeah. So you're saying this is tapping into a childhood hurt. Exactly. Somewhere where you're predisposed to be hurt. And we talked
0: about that last week. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think if you are like, if you can't let things go, it's because that hurt is so bad for you or on you from your childhood. And if you don't have that hurt, that original hurt comforted, it's, I think it's harder to have the new hurt comforted. Right. Um, so I hate to go back to the, the questionnaire, but it's really important that you do find out what emotional needs that you have that are the most, uh, you know, prominent in who you are. And once you figure that out, it's easier to identify, why you're hurting and how you're hurting, and then you know what a proper response would be for somebody that would be trying to comfort you. Does mm-hmm. that make
2: sense? Yeah, it really does. And I think it's <clears throat> important to do that. Um, I think that's a great way to look at it from a macro standpoint is to have good emotional health overall, knowing, okay, this is an area of mine. And and I think it's important what you said. It's harder to forgive if it's so hurtful yeah. and it's almost confused in your head. Yeah, I mean, you can very much say, okay, when you slapped me, slap me that hurt me yeah but you're not aware that wow that kid in fourth grade slapped you every day and that's why you go to a thousand when you get slapped yeah you know um i would add it's very important to know what you're trying to do are you trying to forgive somebody mm-hmm. are you trying to heal mm-hmm. you know or are you trying to just get past it you know so it's you can't or you know are you trying to mend a relationship mm-hmm. you know, there's many different things yeah because to forgive, literally to forgive, doesn't involve the other person whatsoever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with them. It's a condition of your heart, and so you've got to sit down. And that's a, a component to a degree of yeah. what you were just talking about. And
0: that's a good way to put it. A condition of your heart. It is because that, of your is, heart. like that's been that way since your childhood, and you know that kind of thing.
2: Right. Well, simply saying, you know, and again, if you have a faith component, um. And in this case, I know Trixie does. Um, you sit down and you say to God, God, I'm so angry and God, I'm so hurt. And they, they they hurt me. You know, whether they agree or not has nothing to do with it. Whether they think they did or not doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and you say, God, what do I do with this? You know, and and I want to forgive them, God. and And to begin to have that, you know, conversation with God when inevitably you're going to come to the realization that God has forgiven us for so much more. Right. And so therefore, okay, I can forgive them. And so God, I don't hold it against them anymore. Yeah. I'm not negating the hurt that it caused me. And I'm not saying that they get off scot-free. Right. I'm just saying, yeah, I do. And and I'm going to forgive them. And so that doesn't matter whether they're alive, whether they're dead, whether they're repentant, whether they are in your life, out of your life, no matter what, you can release the blame in your heart to them, no matter where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And now you got to be ready to deal with the hurt, which is the second part of Trixie's question. Yeah, which is how do you heal? Yeah, and you sort of gave the background answer, mm-hmm. and then the other is you really got to flush out all the hurts involved with that, yeah. which is part of your answer as well. Yeah, and we've talked about like a therapeutic letter, and that goes oh, to yeah. your other part yeah. of, you know, um, having someone you can read that to. Yep, someone that will cry with you, somebody that will will grieve with you the loss. Um, of that emotional need or that hurt in that given moment and really just be alongside you where you're alone in that hurt. And so now you can forgive them. So your heart's a little bit free and now you're able to be comforted and to truly be able to just say, okay, I'm okay. Even though I've been hurt Yeah, and you've replaced the hurt that the person caused you with the comfort the other person gave you right is the way to go through that in my opinion.
0: No. And it like, it just goes to show. And I think again, Going back to that childhood hurt, I don't think people realize how much that really does impact you and how you are in your current, you know, Mm -hmm. in your current day and age. Like, I know we've talked about somebody that had to write an emotional or a a therapeutic letter to their mom who died when they were like six months old or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like. Doesn't matter. Mom didn't do
2: anything wrong. No. Like, what is she going to do? But that's a hurt that carries on. Right. But I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't. Start there. Yeah, I would keep that in mind because I don't. You don't want to like because that's a big deal. It is. You can a big still deal. have somebody comfort you where you are right now. Yeah, and then get to that. No, yeah, I get it yeah. as well. Yeah. So I hope that helps, Trixie. Me too. And uh, if it doesn't, I'm sure Trixie will tell me, and uh, <laughs> Trixie and I can sit down and hash this out a little bit more. Um, but I think it's good advice. Yeah. Um, what we want to talk about this week is anytime somebody comes to you with a hurt. And again, hurt is an emotional need not met or taken from you. And if that's confusing, we've been talking about that the last several weeks of the podcast. What those are, what emotional needs are, and what hurts are. And then where hurts go, which is they go to uh, anger, uh, they go to fear, they go to guilt, they go to self-condemnation, and they rob us of joy and lead to destructive behaviors. So when somebody comes to you and says, man, I've been hurt, when Trixie comes to me and says, hey... You know, Sal and Iguodala—they hurt me. How do I respond? What are who, the different who, ways? Who was that? Sal and Iguodala. Hmm. Also, not their real names. <laughs> it's
1: a very good name.
2: I chose Iguodala because Andre Iguodala was just traded in the NBA. Oh, okay. And it just popped into a file in my old. I was, uh, I'm very impressed, Crane. Sal, because um, Sal, not to be confused with Sarah. Sarah. Or Sari, your mother. So (laughs) one this story, (laughs) there are four ways you can respond poorly. Yeah. Who would like to bring one up? Oh, let's give an example. Shall we? Do you want to go with, uh, it's true by the way of when It's it's a good story or it's a bad story, but let's go with the hurts. Go with the hurts. We'll go with the hurts for tonight. So somebody comes up and says what? Let's think of a nice random pain. I hurt. My dog
1: died. Oh. I know exactly how you feel. Oh, let's, it's too quick. Sorry. Okay. okay, which is an example. Spoiler alert. Which
2: is an example of?
1: Um, not good comfort.
2: That's correct, Brian. You get half of a gold star. Yay. That's <laughs> all I want. What category of poor emotional responding is that? Eric. Um... Thank you. It is selfish. No, I was gonna. <laughs> it is selfish. It's making their hurt about you. Yeah. I know just how you feel because what are you going to follow that with? My dog. Mm. And as my lovely sister, Mary Lynn, you no, know, I have a sidebar story for you guys. which is cool. Um, Mary Lynn loves the fact that I phrased it as don't steal the story mm-hmm. that when right. And somebody says, oh, my dog died. And you go, oh, I know. <laughs> I know just how you feel. And then you say my dog and Got you run steal the car
1: 20 years ago. Right.
2: And so she just loves that phrase. Don't steal the story. So much so that she was telling Bob about it. I don't know if Bob, the general uh, chaplain in the U.S. Army, um, if he heard it on the podcast or just heard it from her. But he was doing a training at a military base, an army base in New, in, uh, New York, teaching other chaplains. And in that, he said. Don't steal their story Wow He goes You're going to want to tell him, You know one time I was in the field yeah. And I And he said When really what you need to do Is say I'm really sorry That that happened And tell me your story
1: So how cool is that That is cool Working its way Through our armed forces Jay I
2: mean It's basically What we're doing Never mind I'm going to try to be funny But I won't That's just a cool story <laughs> well, And
0: that was mine For a long time I stole a story That
2: was me You, were story was you said you were A one-upper I was that guy Yeah, yeah. Totally Yeah It's the worst That was <laughs> the worst Sometimes I still am So you think you're the worst But let me tell you <laughs> I was the worst Oh uh, yeah? Oh yeah Because I I know I'm stealing your story See <laughs> <Steal>. what <laughs> I did there? I did You saw it I saw it You are better That's right The master Better by being worse
0: But yeah So your dog died So
2: that's selfish Well
0: Right That person shouldn't have run it over with it, with the car
2: Well the reason is you left your dog
0: off the leash Yeah so, I mean, I mean you... No wonder it's dead
2: <laughs> Pretty duck <laughs> <laughs> So the first category is selfish But what you went into was Um, Facts, logic, and reason When somebody explains Why you are feeling the way you are So the reason is You know Sometimes dogs get uh, run over Or sometimes they get sick You know And the vets did what they could Yeah And you know That's what happens That's what happens Accept it And again When you are hurt You feel alone And so When you say my dog died and you say, I know just how you feel, which takes it away from me. So now my dog's dead and I'm not special in my pain. And then you tell me your story and you go off, boy, I feel really alone. When you give me a lovely Eric sterile reason why my dog died. Mm -hmm. Great. That's fine. (laughs) I'm still sad. Right. My dog's still dead. Right. So sometimes we give facts. We give facts, logic, and reason. And the
1: whole point of this is to comfort somebody is to comfort them by joining them joining them in right their emotion oh yeah the emotion yeah no, i'm just kidding
2: and <laughs> their emotion right That's exactly what good so if you give them like.
1: sterile this is the fact there's no joining or comfort in that
2: no there's actually taking
1: stealing yeah
2: thieves yep thieves um another is you sit there and you say to somebody it's a dog Dude, why are you freaking out? It's a dog. Maybe you you know a good Christian and they say, (laughs) I mean, God gave us dominion over the animals in Genesis. What are you even freaking out about? Or maybe they're not a Christian. and They just say, you know what? You always make too much out of this. I mean, whatever. Guess what? Go down to the pound. There's another dog there. Hey, look, there's a million animals. You're being a baby about this. You blow everything out of proportion. It's not a big deal.
1: That also doesn't sound very helpful, and I don't know why. No, that would be critical. You yeah. don't know why. You can't, you can't <laughs> put that one together? I remember.
2: <laughs> no, and that's being critical. And you hear that, and you sit there, and you go, well, nobody would say that. You know. Um, it sneaks in. Casey's really mad about the just a dog comment. <laughs> all right, what about just a cat? Because we all know cats. Oh, come don't on. on. I'm, I'm a cat person. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's one of us. <laughs> I noticed you didn't say a cat man. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but. You sit there and say well i would never you know that, that critical person oh it's just a dog nobody would say that first of all yes some people would but you could see people saying hey look it's it's a you know it's going to be okay don't be sad mm-hmm. okay that's a very subtle way of being critical don't oh, be yeah. sad don't cry don't cry okay your story in the hospital mm-hmm. great example of it when he told your kids don't cry right and you with your stomach wide open and infectious disease and everything else and. You're like, excuse me, we're going to have to fight here, doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you weren't that bad. I wasn't. No. Um, But that's critical because you shouldn't have this emotion. Don't don't cry. Don't be sad. Yeah. Don't be sad. Wipe away the tears from your eyes. Oh, it's okay. Tomorrow's going to be better. Okay. And that slides into our fourth and last. Oh, what's for dinner? (laughs) 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 Your dog died. I could go for a hot dog. Yeah. (laughs) Are you hungry? Let's go eat. Yeah. moving on and it's ignoring the pain yeah you know and again you go well who would do that and i i love the examples that i give of rachel's good friend jenna i'll say a name i don't care her first husband kevin she would mother f him to his face and scream at him for being a terrible husband and he'd be like you give me a beer (laughs) and so kevin's exist out there so kevin's do exist yeah but very often you know maggie she's upset she's sad so i think everybody in this house has said
0: oh it's okay don't cry don't cry okay you know? but that's that's the don't cry yeah but
2: it's also rattle rattle look over here yeah look over. And obviously when a child is weeping you're not gonna always you know an 18 month old you're not gonna sit down and be like i join you in your diaper rash <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um but we try to distract them we yeah. try to and so we do that as adults too yeah you know oh my dog died yeah man that's too bad hey why don't why don't we go to the bar on Friday right. night? Why don't we go out there? Let's 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 get your mind off of it.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think that's the mm. that's the one of the biggest takeaways of this episode is you don't think you're bad at it, but everybody's bad <laughs> wow. at it. Very, You've,
2: you maybe have never said anything as brilliant as that right there. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, go to bed. <laughs> Seriously, you don't think you're bad at it. Yeah, but you are.
0: Like, and. I'm still bad at it. Like there's times where like I like, uh, you know, and I've been talking with you about this for years, Jay, but um, you know, even tonight, like you know, you're like, what's this one? And I'm like, I, know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's the it's the subtlety of it. You know, we talk about the extreme examples, like sure, you know, but it really is that. Hey. Yeah, your dog died. Let's go and do this. You know, like that's a great example of how subtle it can be and it's like I do that all the time. I avoid my feelings, you know, and it's just that's the way we are. Like that's this the way we we've, we've grown up and those hurts when you're younger and how like you know, even like you it's, it sounds kind of dumb but like you know, talking about Maggie and how you like, you know, you distract her. We look like, we are this way from like toddler you know infant age And I'm sure there's People that have grown up Like You know Oh your your parents got a divorce well, I'll take you to go To the amusement park For the day And let's avoid our feelings And go have fun Or let's go do this thing And oh, sure And it's a life full of that and
2: and When Bob would go away To the army yeah. Way back in the day When he had first enlisted And all that stuff We would take Matthew At the time And who was Five And yeah. Michael who's three The day he would go to the army We would go to Kennywood Yeah and get his mind off of it. Yeah, let's not a deal with that. And we said there'd be there'd be um, no whining, I think is what it was. Oh, man. And at the end of the night, he was in the car, and I said, Matthew, remember, there's no whining. Yeah. Because we'll go to Kennywood as long as you don't whine about, yeah. you know, your dad leaving. Yeah. Mind you, this is long before I knew any of this. Right, right, right. And he had a great quote, which was, Jay, this is not whining. This is crying. Mm. <laughs> Poor little <laughs> oh, five-year-old man. kid. Scarred for life. Yeah, which explains a lot. No, <laughs> you're like, now that I think of that. But <laughs> and not to anything. There was a time when I, when we say you're not good at this. Okay, that sounds terrible. Okay, but after I had been trained in this, and that is, oh yeah. Uh, do you know where I'm going? Well, I was
0: gonna say after you're trained in it. Oh, and yet you still. No, I'm giving you an example. Okay, because I, I was just
2: gonna say like you just recognize. All the bad. Right. It's like, yeah, like you comforted somebody or no, somebody came to you and an hour later you're like, oh, I did terrible. And you know that you deserve when you're like, yeah, One, two, I got three of the four poor emotional responses. there. I almost hit the quad Time to call Jay. So at that point, you're just like, oh, I'm just terrible. You don't need to call me because you figured it out. <laughs> That's true. So this is after I've been trained and a two day thing, a four day thing. And then a separate thing in Atlanta Mm. over three days for continuing education. I mean, I've had at this point, maybe 100 hours, 150 hours of training in this at this point in time. It's now two years after that. I'm teaching people this, everything else. I am in the hospital with Trey, who is got cancer at this point in time which apparently he always did. But the point of the story is he's got to drink this fluid. That is the grossest thing in the world. Mm. And I'm using every trick and I get him to finish it. And the nurse brings in the next one. And we'd made all the deals to get him through this one. Right? We didn't know it was only half. And he is crying and he is frustrated and he is angry and I'm holding him and I'm bouncing him and I'm jiggling and I'm doing everything I can, which not even as I say that I'm like, He's got this gut full of this liquid and I'm bouncing and jiggling him trying to get him to stop crying. And I kept saying, I know, buddy, I know, I know. And he yanked his head back and he looked at me as deep as he could in the eyes. And he goes, no, you don't. Wow. Wow. How old is he? Four. Wow. Five, maybe certain, you know, and I was like, damn, I don't, (laughs) I am. Oh, wow. And I was like, all right. And so there's time I was like. I'm so sorry with you stomach full sun cancer. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't you know. I'm trying to wow. join him in that, but I mean, he just stopped crying. And wow. Dead in the eyes. No, you don't. Wow. And It was like, wow. Cause I'm just doing the parent. I know. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. No, you don't. Right. You have like, no idea. That's unbelievable. Wow. So that's me after 150 hours of training. Yeah. 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 An exact moment where my child needs me. And I'm like, yeah,
0: well, it's so. just ingra- It's ingrained in us. I think the other cool thing though is or not the other cool thing a cool thing speaking of cancer yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna go jump out window. oh out. man um, but one cool thing is when you do witness <laughs> bad comfort you have the opportunity to be a hero and truly comfort a person so like there's been times where at work I'll see somebody and somebody will say something to somebody. And I'm like, oh, that was not the right way to respond to that. That's not good. And you
2: go punch him in the face (laughs) and you go, that's interesting, Bob, on the other
0: hand. (laughs) Well then like, you know, an hour later or whatever, I'll be like, or that response. Yeah. Like an hour later, I'll go, and I will you know, I was like, you know what? I'm really sorry this happened. And then uh, they really just did not respond. And then I'll, you know, go into.
2: Oh, so you, so you comfort the bad comfort. Oh,
0: I comfort it all. I comfort the original hurt and the bad comfort. And then. I comfort it all. You know, I comfort it all. Bring it all. <laughs> that's what it says on the back of the sweatshirt. <laughs> I comfort it all. <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. I try to comfort it. Sure, sure. But, but I have had good response of like, yeah, that. thank you. You know, and that's it's it's it makes you one it makes you feel good but it's it's really nice to it's really nice to be able to create relationships in a way that is like uh, nothing like I've ever had before and it's been huge in in my in my work life of creating great relationships and basically how I create relationships is by doing this
2: right I shared on um yeah, that thought just went right out of my brain. I shared on Sunday at church how we should stand out—that we want to be able to stand out. If you are that person that can comfort somebody, if you are that person that comes alongside somebody and just gets them in their emotions, oh boy, you'll stand out because yeah. just like like at work,
1: yeah, people—it's so foreign,
2: it's so foreign, yeah, and it's, and it's so rare. Um, and I thought where I thought you were going was when you said it's great when you see bad comfort and then you get to be like the. You know, the, the hero to yeah. the comfort I thought you were going to go with when you realize you've done great comfort, you know? And, and so my point is there was an email thread where somebody was asking for prayer for a stranger's loved one. And they had included the stranger on the text thread. I don't know if I shared this before or not on the podcast and all I wanted to type there, you know, the stranger's husband was going in for surgery. So it's, you know, it's all these people that know each other, strangers included on the text thread their husband's going into surgery and I immediately responded and I said, Oh my gosh, so scary. And I wanted to reply or to continue, mm, but yeah, so scary, but God will so scary. I'm sure he's in good hands. I'm so scary, you know? Right. And I was like, no, because yeah. that ignores the pain Yeah, and the fear. Yeah. And so, cause their, their need for security has been taken from them because yeah. their spouse is going in. So I said, Oh my gosh, so scary, period. Send. And maybe I said praying. I don't know. I don't think so. Period. Send. Within a second, the stranger who I've never met replied, yes, it is so scary. And so my point was in that moment, I was like, the best. (laughs) I mean, still praying for you. But I nailed it. It's just so excited. So it is great when you do comfort somebody, when you do join somebody in their emotion and they realize it, Yeah, you know, that is affirming. It is something to be celebrated. Yeah. And it's good when you can make somebody else look terrible because they don't know how to comfort. That's right. Sometimes I think all of us can do better.
0: Right. And that brings us to our last segment of the show where we talk about people who have gotten to a point. People people that have gotten to a point where you know we wonder, how did you get this far? And how did you get to this point? And we we talk about how they might be able to do better. But then we also end the show with a can't do better because we like good news. This this world needs more good news, and we like to share good news. So, Brian, if you are ready, you have not good news. Not good
1: news. Well, it's a do better. It is a do better, and I think we're gonna. I don't want to say have fun with this, but I think it's a really interesting. Okay, we could talk about we it.
0: We Know this audience, Jay and I have not heard this, <laughs> so might be doing Ugh. some editing. This
1: I week. actually haven't I read the whole thing, so oh boy, we're kind of. Dateline, New Jersey. Uh, man pees on child's memorial gets, Oh boy Gets fired by own father Wow There's a lot going on there Wow It's a little bit of an older story But this happened uh, in New Jersey wow. A New Jersey man who was filmed grinning As he urinated on a memorial to a dead child Has been fired by his boss Who happens to be his father Brian Bellis Oops Well it's out there in the news 23 was wearing a shirt With the Bruce Bellis plumbing and heating logo As he peed mm. on the memorial <laughs> to nine-year-old Christian Klopp at a Maze Landing playground after placing a beer can on the ground. I had to remove him from employment. Bruce Bellis tells the press of Atlantic City, we apologize to the family. I'm sorry for his actions. I'm not proud of him. He says oh, well, he's received...
2: Glad, glad we got that out there. The Bellis <laughs> yeah. family does not condone paying on the... Well, he's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, but go right. ahead. Right, New water, Jersey.
1: Water. He had too much water. Um... That's actually near Ocean City. Um, mm-hmm. We apologize to the family. I'm sorry for his actions. I'm not proud of him. He says he has received at least a dozen phone calls from people outraged by his son's behavior. Ultimately, it's my fault, he said. Maybe we didn't teach him right. Wow. Uh-huh. Bellis, 23, was arrested Sunday for his offenses, including lewdness and disorderly conduct. He apologized Monday, telling ABC he made a huge mistake and was so drunk he didn't know what he was ah, doing. Well. Uh, that's probably where we should stop the story um any thoughts on that one well any, there's a lot of hurts there there is a lot of hurts there that's there's a one with a good the, place to start that with
0: the dad that stuck out go ahead uh self-condemnation so
1: well, i guess we didn't raise him right ultimately it's my fault Actually, maybe guilt. we didn't teach him right that's true yeah guilt that's guilt.
2: yeah if you'd say i'm a loser and of course i didn't raise my
1: kid right yeah that's self-condemnation. self-condemnation yeah See me where it goes to anger. I'd be like, that's some <laughs> kill him.
2: Yeah. But what hurt? What hurt did the dad experience? Um,
0: I would say maybe failure.
1: Like you, I mean, you have to feel like you failed. I would say respect. Oh yeah. One of
0: and those. maybe security. Yeah. Respect. One of those things. Yeah. Right.
2: Um, oh. respect and security. <laughs> Certainly security. So my son's out there peeing on people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Uh, people's memorials Uh, so certainly that uh, respect in that hey kid you're wearing our company logo it's bad PR man that I have spent (laughs) I mean you're you're into search engine optimization yeah you don't want that coming up when somebody searches for your brand that's probably not what you're looking for Um, (laughs) nope and then also uh, the approval blessing and belonging you know that you're a member of the Billis family and you choose to do this like don't you don't you care enough about this family? Hmm. See, I would say that's a disrespect. Don't you respect me as your father? Okay. You know, I'm your father. Don't you respect me enough to not behave like that? And you're still talking about the father. But don't you value of... being a Billis enough? Gotcha. What's wow. the difference between the two? Okay. Does that make sense? It does, but I never thought of that. Right. It's yeah. tricky. That's yeah. the tricky. I mean, the one is respect is you'd give anybody. Yeah. You'd re, you know, eh, you're right actually to a degree. It is more approval, blessing, respect the Billis family. Yeah. Either way, both in you know. Yeah. So that's their hurts, poor family of the memorial victim. Yeah. That little 9-year-old boy. You know, that's just bringing back I mean, who knows how the kid passed? Brain tumor. Was it? Mhm. Wow.
1: At least he wasn't like beaten up. Murdered. Mm, yeah, no. But a brain tumor sucks.
2: Yeah, but still. Well, I'm not ignoring <laughs> their pain. Um I would
1: so. join I would join them in that. How do we um, do better in this? Like, what's the do better? How do we probably don't want to drink at a playground? Just saying your with your dad's.
2: God, what? No, he said it was a playground. No. No, no, no. Let's it's go a, back. Let's go back. I thought you said it was a, a memorial
0: at a oh, playground. Oh, a memorial. I don't know why. Oh my uh, gosh, I had grave in my like
2: in my mind. Well, because uh, uh, kids um, passed. I don't even know. I've lost it. E- I mean, either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, bro. Don't drink at a kid's
1: playground. Yeah,
2: and don't be drinking at a cemetery. You get,
1: you get put on a list.
2: Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're peeing at the playground, right? Did okay, you? yeah.
1: Uh, th- on the memorial to nine-year-old Christian Klopp at a Maze Landing playground. So, gotcha. Yes. Sorry, I missed that. After placing a beer can on the ground, I mean that wasn't as shocking. That's as a I low. It was.
2: But let's go back to the guy that did it. You know, I don't think he woke up that morning and said, "You know, it would be funny." Yeah. You know, and so that's what's coming out of the top of his emotional cup is the
1: excessive drinking at a playground. Yeah, I mean, again, it could have been a picnic, whatever else. Ooh, Brian here, has had a revelation. Here's a can't do better in the same story, Ooh. which I didn't see because ah, I wasn't going to read it. Uh, deceased. Christian Klopp died from a brain tumor in 2012. His father, Mark Klopp, tells Fox that he was initially furious, but Brian Bellis has personally apologized, and he has forgiven him. With all the craziness in the world today, I thought it was a teaching moment where instead of reacting with violence or negativity, a lot can be accomplished by using some intelligence, the retired police officer said. Wow. CBS reports that the residents who saw the video immediately went to the playground and cleaned up the area. So that's another Wow. can't-do-better. Wow. That is a can't-do-better. That's a really... I don't know if I'd react in, react in the same way. I think you would. I would react the same way initially, and then probably... Still react the same way, and then maybe at some point not. I and see what you him. do
2: is you react the way the guy did. You're above reproach, loving, forgiving.
1: A couple years down the road, right? <laughs> you're a cop. You can make this all <laughs> disappear. There's forgiving. Bru- <laughs> uh, we'll Brian Bellis, yeah. where'd he go?
2: Who knows? There's forgiving and there's forgetting. Okay, you got to forgive. You don't got to
1: forget. Don't. Yeah. That's where. uh, How do you keep that from becoming a awful thing in you, though? How do you forgive but not forget? This is a whole di- I mean, we could maybe have a hold, but let's make sure we bookmark that's... that um,
2: because it's a, it's an important topic, but it goes back to our answer to Trixie, yeah, I was say, Trixie is the, is you know, if let, you truly like have it, you know, comforted, then there's no residual pain from it. No residual hurt. And yeah. you're able to move on without having that hold you back. Right. You're literally not going to forget it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like, well, that never happened, but it's not going to affect you as much. Right. Um, I want to end on a, just a quick can't-do-better, literally. Uh, Heather Hoolihan listens to this show. Uh, as she sits at the table every week. Nice. And her daughter, Colleen, played volleyball for me. Uh, she's good friends with Joe. I believe you called her a freak athlete in the best way. I did. She I'm sorry is to blow up your spot. an amazing just... athlete. And... Uh, I don't, I don't even want to say what her best sport is. I mean, it's clearly, she also plays softball because she decided to. Like last year, she'd never played before and ended up playing on the varsity team because she's a freak athlete. Wow. From it sounds
1: like, swimming.
2: Swimming is, in fact, um, arguably her best sport. Last night in the 100-meter breaststroke, she beat the school record um, by 1.7 seconds, which in a 100-meter race... It's a gargantuan amount of time. Yeah, 1984. In nineteen eighty four, to a further step on year. my story. Um <laughs> I was like, that's three. Thirty-seven years old right, well, record now. by one point seven seconds by a Penn Hills legend. Uh Melanie Buddymeyer was the previous record holder. Um yeah. in nineteen eighty four. And she broke it last night by one point seven seconds. There were many different people there. I mean, they knew you know it was potentially going to happen, but like Todd was there. You know, because he had stopped in for senior night. Yeah. Um. And Becky Finoletto, who's just a good friend of the family, and and I and I know the family very well, and I care a lot for Colleen, and she had a in a lot of ways a rough year last year, um, just because she's a high school student. Yeah. You know, and and for almost subject for another time. Heather told her this year, when some of the people that treated her Colleen poorly last year were treating her nicely this year, and Heather said to her, Colleen, just understand this: every relationship that you have in high school is fluid. Mm. That it mm. might be good one day, and it might be terrible the next. And I was like, "My goodness, that is brilliant advice." Yeah, that is very. And in wise. a lot of ways, it's like eh, it's kind of that way in the rest of life too. But certainly in high school. Oh yeah. So for her to have this, you know, great moment with loved ones around and the teammates, and a, just a great moment—that's awesome. It's it's such a great experience. My
0: cousin Calvin swam. Yeah, he did. So like knowing that like beating like beating a record is like that's a big deal. that's the best like that's that is big. awesome can't and do better Colleen.
2: can't do better than that can't do better Penn Hills. can't do better can't do better
1: mm-hmm. Well, you said the record set by the girl from 1984 she she almost made the olympics in 1984 or or it was after that yeah
2: um and, th- and that wasn't melanie's best event she was a, actually i think a butterfly was her best event and literally everyone knew she was making the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And then she missed by like 0. 0.1 seconds. Oh, man. Oh, that's the, that's the Olympic times. game. Right. Man. It's, like, it's, crazy. Man, it's crazy how close it gets. So, um, but Melanie was obviously a pretty good swimmer. Can't do better. That's Can't do awesome. better than that.
1: That's how we like to end it. Indeed. And with that, we are going to wrap up episode 62. Um, we hope you have enjoyed this. We hope you have benefited from this. Um, we do encourage you to go out to lunchtimeinrome.com where you can look up all of our previous shows, all of our show notes. There's a lot of good stuff out there, a lot of foundational stuff that we've um, been building on uh, up to this point. Um, we are, as Eric said, going to be releasing our emotional needs um, survey, rec- um, test, whatever it's called. Questionnaire. Questionnaire. There you go. Um, which is it. Uh, Inventory, we, we've. Really. Yeah, we've I and mean, we've taken it, and um, it, it's surprising, it's interesting, it's it's enlightening. Uh, so once we have that up and, and official, um, we'll let you know. And we would definitely encourage you to go go out and do that, um, and then you know think about what you, what what's what what you've got from it, and um, you know share those results with us. Uh, we'll see them anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we uh, we do thank you for the show uh, for for being with us. Um, again, you can catch us on Facebook Live. Um, so go follow us on Facebook. You'll get an alert whenever we do go live, and um, that'll give you the opportunity to join us. Um, and so, with that, see you next week. Bye. Bye. I don't want to say proud.
0: It's not, that's a weird way of putting it.
2: Proud. Proud.
0: Anyhow. <laughs> uh... Burn.
2: Burn. <laughs>